Welcome to Econoday Unplugged. Today is Tuesday, October 30th, the day before Halloween. I am Ann Picker, Econoday's Chief Economist, and with me is Mark Pender in the U.S. Mark, you're having a string of Fridays. Last week was the first estimate of GDP, and this week we have the employment situation to look forward to. Uh, yes, well, uh, let's uh, talk about uh, uh, last Friday first. Um, it was a, uh, a very positive uh, GDP report, but there were definitely weaknesses. Um, the central positive was uh, consumer spending. Overall GDP came, came in at 3.5% annualized rate for that quarter growth. Um, very solid. That followed a 42 in the prior quarter, and, and these are, are really – uh, outstanding rates um, and consumption uh, consumer spending came in at a four percent rate and this was uh, beyond expectations and followed a three point eight percent rate in the second quarter uh, will that can that be sustained into the holidays is the big question for uh, the nation's retailers of course uh, it's hard we just had the consumer confidence a report earlier this morning, and this is Tuesday morning, and it was very solid. Uh, it, spending plans, uh, we had a Gallup uh, poll on spending plans for the holidays. This slowed a little bit but uh, from last year's uh, record peak, but it's still, uh, it's still positive. Um, and that's where I, I have the real good news is um, in the report. The not-so-good news is residential investment, and this is housing. And it declined at a 4% rate. This is the fifth decline in six uh, quarters here. And we just had Case Shiller this morning, which is a price index. And uh, it's showing it, it's the third straight uh, one-tenth managing, creeping along it, crawling along at only one-tenth monthly gains. This is the weakest performance. Before that, it was a, up two-tenths and down one-tenth. Uh, so this whole year has been... Uh, noticeably weak for home prices and actually the weakest for Case Shiller which is the most closely followed of all the home price indexes though the weakest of the expansion since early in the expansion um, and uh, so residential investment that's a uh, uh, an odd hole to have considering the strength of the labor market um, in any case it is a negative and barely a positive is business fixed investment um, in the uh, third quarter, this j just came in on the positive side, had been soaring uh, at, above the double digits or in the high single digits following the tax cut at the beginning of this year, which uh, allowed corporations to invest in their business and their businesses. But this may, uh, this effect may have already faded very quickly and may, if it continues to fade, could very well raise quite, uh, new uh, questions on how to stimulate um, new business investment uh, tax plans, um, etc. That that would be an interesting thing to follow. The big weakness in the quarter was net exports. Uh, they pulled down uh, GDP substantially, and um, uh, this, even though it's hard to tie any direct uh, lines into tariff effects, uh, food definitely was a negative in the quarter. But that's a pretty small piece of total trade. In any case, uh, with without any hard evidence. 
uh, on the surface, it looks like the the trade issues uh, certainly have not helped, and there's really no um, uh, it, nothing really pointing to any improvement for the fourth quarter here. However, uh, inventories are what uh, is more of an abstract category, but it has a very powerful effect on GDP, and it is a very favorable, very favorable in the uh, third quarter. Um, as businesses restocked inventories that were depleted during the, the strength of second quarter demand. So they want the inventories. Now, whether they will continue to build the inventories um, is uh, an unknown. But if you take out inventories, uh, and uh, it, GDP rose only 1.4%, so it shows you how much uh, residential investment um, and net exports pulled down GDP and, and, and offset the, the gain for uh, consumer spending. Now let's uh, turn to this Friday, and we have the employment report. Now this is the strength of the economy, is the uh, labor market and demand for labor. Economy's consensus for non-farm payroll is 190,000 gain. Uh, that would be up uh, uh, from 134 in uh, September. This would be a very, very strong result. The unemployment rate is still considered to come in at hold at 3.7%. Uh, and average hourly earnings are the, are the wild card here. Uh, their monthly gain is only expected to come in at 0.2, which is modest um, and won't raise any uh, concerns of accelerating wage inflation. However, a head fake will, uh, could be the year-on-year um, -year rate, which looks to go up because of an easy comparison with last year by two-tenths to a three-percent rate, which would definitely take headlines. Um, but again, the monthly improvement uh, would, uh, or the lack of, of improvement acceleration will, I think, take off the edge of that three, that possible three percent reading for average hourly earnings. Um, and uh, so what this would mean, we're going to set up now expectations for the November um, FOMC, and no rate uh, action is expected at the meeting at all. Uh, with, uh, those expectations reserved entirely for the December meeting when another rate increase is expected. Uh, and unless there is an outrageously strong readings in these reports on Friday, and these uh, whether it be non-farm payrolls, the unemployment rate falling, or monthly average hourly earnings spiking, there will be no expectations for any uh, event to happen at the November FOMC, just uh, for a reminder. So it looks like, I, I think that's uh, pretty much it, the economy on, on, on track with housing the weak link. Thanks, Mark. Last Thursday, the ECB announced its monetary policy decision, and this week, the Eurozone is releasing a slew of economic data. Today, for example, Eurostat, the Eurozone statistics agency, released flashed third quarter GDP and EC economic sentiment. For the former, quarterly GDP was up only 0.2% from the second quarter and 1.7% when compared with the same quarter a year ago the weakest performance since the third quarter of 2014. GDP was up 0.4% and 2.2% in the second quarter. It should be noted that these are not annualized data the way the U.S. data are presented. Rather, these are simply quarter over quarter and year over year. Flash third quarter GDP was also released for, for France and Italy today. Uh, 
Italy did not grow in the third quarter, but France increased its its quarterly rate from two two point 0.2% in that second quarter to two point four to 0.4% in the third. Economic sentiment also edged lower. Industrial sentiment, one of the components to the to a reading of three percent zero point three from four point seven in September. Consumer sentiment reading was minus zero two point seven after minus two point nine. Amongst the largest economies, only Spain grew, which was up a sizable one point nine points to one oh seven point four. While falling in Germany and falling in France and falling for Italy. Angela Merkel on the political side yesterday said she would not run for her party's leadership position again and would step down as chancellor at the end of her current term in office 2021. Things are still being sorted out there and... It will take a while before we know really what's going to happen. Upcoming announcements from the Bank of Japan and the, tonight and the Bank of England on Thursday, along with this uh, quarterly inflation report, will wrap up the week. Thank you, and we'll see you next week.